Welcome to Ancient Wisdom of the Feminine. I'm here today with very beautiful people. I'm Srishti Yadav and I'm from India. And I started this radio talk with Maya Mashika medicine woman Magdala Ramirez, who is here with me too. And we have been doing this radio talk for over two years now, and we are so happy to bring a new episode every week to everyone in the world. And today I am sitting with Patrice Lange, Laura, Aron, Maraza, and um, we're so happy to bring you a talk directly from our hearts. We're coming out of the light ceremony, and we have so many messages about men and women and how we relate one to another. Hey, and I'm here too. That's what we're going to talk about today and in a real way. So that's why we're all here. So here is Ma. I'm very happy to be with all of you. And as we know, we have been weaving this one for a very, very long time. But here are you know, all of us, light ceremony, light dancers, and uh, there is this very beautiful energy about that light warrior, and there is a lot of things to know, especially about the male and female. So you were telling me about, tell me me. Well, so there's so many things that are disharmonious right now, and it goes in all different kinds of layers and levels in how we date, in the attitudes that we have with each other, and that's what we want to address. So what do we want to change in the outside as well as the inside? We can start with that. What it is what you really feel about men in your life? Patrice? Oh, this is Patrice. and. Um I'm Patrice. I'm white and from the United States. And I grew up in a culture where, well, in, in my age, you know, they used to say, you need to get married and have a man to take care of you. And, uh, and that didn't work out for me. So, you know, from, from that perspective, I always felt like uh, that I was looking for men who were like my father is, you know, sort of how I saw it. And they always ended up being, to me, you know, kind of like not good for me. And uh, and so then I just rejected men and felt like I had to be my own provider and take care of myself. And And then I became afraid because I felt like if I was going to you know, find like a good man that it wasn't possible because I was always choosing the wrong ones because that's where I was inside of myself. And then, so what do you want to change? What do I want to change? Well, um, you know, I, I started a, a few years ago trying to see men as a brother, and that was really helpful for me because. I needed to start to see men as not sort of the enemy of me. Um, but what I want to change now is 
I want to be able to relate in a good way with men and not be afraid of them. You know, not be afraid I'm going to choose the wrong one, find that honorable self inside of me so that that is what comes on the outside of me, which is probably the problem my whole life, you know. And yes, this is Laura. I'm from Mexico. Uh, I pretty much grew up more, I'm from Mexico, but I grew up very much like with Americanized because my dad is an American and my mom, she's more as Mexican too. So I had both cultures kind of mixed up in there too. And I can relate with Patrice in that way because, yeah, as I was growing up, my mother always said, you have to get married with a rich man because uh, the man who has more money, she, he will take care of you no matter what and you will not be like, you know, basically do anything. You stay at home and raise the kids and that's your place, stay there, you know. <laughs> I said, okay, and yes, I did follow that, but uh, once I start really working in this uh, sac uh, sacred feminine, you know, the feminine ways, when I met Ma, uh, a lot of things changed. Yes, it has. But um, to be honest, uh, it took a lot of for me because I always have seen men like no brothers, no, um, not even as a fa father figure, but it was more as a relation of sexual, always. That's how I grew up as a kid, and um, I was taught that way, and I did follow it that way until, you know, recently, I mean, I've been working on this, but to recently, this is, has been changing in me is seeing the the men not as a sexual object is more like a brother and it's it's taking that to me to realize more as that yeah i'm aaron barazam i was born in mexico but i was raised here and after a failed marriage and coming from a broken home I question as to what is it that we are failing? What is it that we are missing in this unification of male and female? And what is it that we really seek? You know, what's the purpose of uniting? What makes you want to have a partner? What makes you want to wake up next to somebody? What makes you want to have breakfast with them? You know, these are the things that I began to question. It was beyond just the acceptance of society and what we should do and why? Why has everything failed? I mean, we're at 86% rate of divorce today. And it took me to have a daughter to truly understand what is it that I wanted to see out of her? What is it that I would want for my daughter to live as her? What do I want her to grow as? And who do I want her to be with? And all of that is what has truly opened me to the divine feminine. I think it's very important to see how the programming has been so long for male and female. And uh, naming that programming, it is important in many, many ways. The feminine always felt like a second-class citizen for a long time. 
achieve and now she's getting paid less than men for making the same work because it is not and she begins to feel like her work as the feminist it has not been honored or respected or the programming about you know you need to get married what about if you don't want to get married what about if you make your own money what about if it is not about needing a man but actually loving a man and what about the programming of manipulating the men in the family. That was good. At the same time that I can see how the men feel so used or feels that if he doesn't have enough money or enough something, it is less than a man. So he always feels that challenge. So bringing out those programmings and how does it feel for you? Yeah, and I want to put this question in the table, too, because what is security? Because I think when being raised, it was very important to, you know, for my parents to at least that I'm self-sufficient. But the security, you know, the way they train me is in the outside. But where is that true security? And the sense of true security. So it's a question I'm putting at the table. Okay, well, the security is in you. You know, it is that connection with the one that created you who provides you for that security. It is really not in the outside world, it is truly in that inside world. You know, even the women has been programming them for being all the time in the world of the form. That's the form. You know, the masculine way in the manifestation. That was what it is, was really important. And you were trained for that. Here comes the divine feminine and says, that's not important. That is only a reflection of what it is inside. You want to make a change? Do it inside. It cannot be done in the outside. The world of the form has no power over you. It is you the one who gives power. Don't give your power away to the world of the form, the outside, but bring that power back to you. Well, so if we go back to the question about um, what is the pro programming due to, I guess that was the question. Yeah, when you go, you're, you're in um, a system a lot of times, and, and the system, working alongside of men in the same capacity and then realizing I mean this is how you feel sometimes like well you're kind of like a little bit smarter than them and doing the same work but you know you're you know it's almost like you, you are a second-class citizen so you begin to be resentful of it you know you and you know even though like I go back to my family come from five girls and they were taught to go, you know, be autosufficient at the same time all of this other stuff comes on. But then you get into a system and you realize all of these things and you start to put it together. Now, for me, I was like, well, if that's what I, if I have to be in that system, I'm going to become like a man because that's the only thing that gets respected. And then you start resenting yourself because you're becoming something that you're not. And uh, and that's part of the whole programming of it, 
you know, you start to deny the parts of yourself that, you know, are those feminine aspects, you forget who you are, you trade yourself off for something else, and then you get angry about it. Well, you have been working in the ways of the feminine. How many years did you spend? Maybe 15, something. In, in understanding what happened in your culture, the masculinization of the feminine, thinking that the power was on the outside. Yeah. And that, it is a masculinization. And in, it didn't happen in many other cultures. Yeah. Too, because we were respected in many other ways. I mean, you know, I come from Mexico, and yeah, my father was very strong man, very beautiful medicine man, and my mother too. And you see, the bottom line is that my mother ruled. It was always in this culture that, you know, it is the women, the one who said, hey, I am a princess, and I'm going to be respected. I'm going to be that, you know, that part of me, you know. So how do we understand these parts now when we are first understanding what is the situation with you about that tendency of the world of the form and bringing that power back to your heart? Yeah. Well, it might be a little bit, you know, like um, the, the Me Too movement right now is going on and, you're, and people are acknowledging their anger and then they have to say, okay, I'm, I'm mad about it, but what am I going to do about it? How am I going to change myself? So like I'm, you know, I'm standing up for myself. I'm not, you know, not, not giving my power away. And I guess for that, I mean, I'd be curious about other people, what your thinking is, you know, how, how do you, how do you do that in the system? In the U.S., they, they objectify women and, and don't respect them. So now, now you're angry about it. Now you got to do something about it. And something that you do is you, you really start to know who you are. You stand up in your own power. What does that even mean, though? How do we allow that to happen? How it went so completely out of hand for many, 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 many generations. You know, you receive psychic attacks wherever you go. You know, and it's okay to feel that way. No, it's not okay. It's not normal. My question is, how is it when you first seek somebody, when you're looking to fall in love, when you're finding that one person that you want to hang out with and you want to be with and you're, you got the blues and you're stalking them because you think you, they're cute. How, how do you go? <laughs> you stalk them when you think uh, they're cute. Uh, well, that's women okay. do. Uh, uh, I'm just, okay, how do we go from there to not giving away your strengths and your your values to the man to get him to come to your doorstep? How do you become a balance? And yes, I'm just as great as you are. And how do you become a unification, a unified energy that doesn't tug and pull, and the contrary, works together to roll out a new format of life. So are you saying that the women are doing things to attract you that feel off? 
I'm just asking. I don't. I it's, don't not, it's not that it's off. Is the offerings on the table from the female to get what they want from you at that moment, which from the female comes. Oh, I need a home. Oh, I need you know. I need a car. I need to eat this or I need that. You know. And oh, you have them. What do I have to offer you so I could have them too? That indoctrination and that needs to change somehow. We need to be able to roll out a home together. You know, enjoy the fact that we can make a financial future and not, I have to give this up so you can give me this. It's not an exchange. It needs to be a commute and a push forward together. Yeah, I, I like that. I yeah. like that a lot because um, that's the mentality of using a man and being manipulative mm -hmm. to get what you want instead of finding where you are. And I think that's the very twisted part inside the women where they feel so afraid and so completely dependent uh, in some way even thinking that their survival is dependent on a man. And so they need to please the man. And, you know, it comes from uh, having that mentality with the father. And in some way, that's the part that needs to change as well. Because, you know, we as women need to ask ourselves, how are we loving? Are we loving unconditionally? Are we able to be that brave about it, to trust ourselves and really go for it? Because that's a big situation, especially after, you know, you get hurt once. And keep getting hard over and over. Can you not give your power away as a woman? You know, can you understand and embrace your power as a woman? So in that way you don't just lose yourself? Yeah, and let's let's talk a little bit more about that. I want to comment on the Me Too too. Um, because... We say giving our power away, but how are we doing that? You know, like getting angry is okay, great, because anger is okay to realize why I'm angry in the first place. But then, you know, the solution is not attacking the men. And then they need to pay for what they've done to me. And that kind of an attitude really is not going to solve anything for anybody. Well, in this time and space, that is very needed. And I am truly supporting the Me Too movement. Yeah. Because it needed to be spoken. What is it now? What is deep inside and what is your responsibility as a woman? You know, why to even being afraid to say, hey, I don't think so. Since the very beginning, you know, that part of the self is just way too important. Because I create, I have two biological daughters that, oh my gosh, they are amazing beings. But these are the first generation that they grew up knowing that they are sacred. They grew up knowing that they are the daughters of the great people. They grew up understanding the ways of the feminine from the inside to the outside. And it really, really create a big change in the system and the society because they both are super intelligent. And they don't hesitate to turn around to any man and say, hey, I don't think so. 
because this is my power and you have your power but I'm not here to give you what it belongs to me you need to dance with me dance with me you know not dance all over me this is where I believe we're lost with sexuality sexuality to most and my experience females is just here you go you know it's not something that has to be worked together it, to me sexuality is like two bells if the, both bells aren't resonating then it's not working you know and a woman's not just a vessel a woman needs to resonate and if she doesn't resonate when the due, due diligence is done then there was no enlightenment there was no enhancement in the contrary as a robbing, a distortion, and a waste of energy that you can never get back. Well, women are the teachers of love. Every single woman that you have encountered in your life, they have been your teacher. You like it or not? I believe that. In one way, you needed those lessons. You know, that teacher of love, because that's where our is, and that it is our power besides too. You know, what is that incredible love that we have? Sacred sex, it needs to be right in the open and begin to talk about it. And you see, girls need to know about this, but men too. For the men to honor and respect a woman, not just to look at her sexually and it's the only thing that it is attractive. The relation with the first you know, the first chakra, you know, and not through the heart and not looking at her essence, but it is always go back into the ways of the form, how she looks like. Does it there for me to have pleasure or does it there for me to enlighten? Because she is the light. So we do need to change this in the way that the masculine see you but it starts with us too because the men are not going to change until a woman is using her medicine well, there is a men too movement also happening okay I wanna hear yeah. and it's when men explain how they are feeling used and how they are feeling overwhelmed by having to carry the home you know while the female you know, certainly just serves up dinner. And how they believe, you know, things need to change. And it's it's happening. It, it, it is a new paradigm shift that I believe we are consciously stepping into it. Or, or we wouldn't be having this conversation today, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and what happens if we were talking about that, you know? The molestations for the boys, not yeah. only for the girls. And how it is so important to heal that part because you can see what is going on in the system and a lot has to do about that. The abuses of father, Steve, or older men leave to the boys. That it is just way too important to heal because that was a reflection. And you don't want to turn into the same thing. No, we don't. We want to change this world. 
my opinion, would like to live cohesively. And my question is, how can we do that? How can we evolve from such a mechanical function? Like, oh yeah, okay, the man created the mechanical era. So they have the great power. We, we need to change that mentality. You know, just because we have machines and all that, doesn't mean we're better than the woman in the country. We're losing one of the biggest energy factors that we have no mathematical format for. None. Emotion. You know, men has a lot of... Why can't you put numbers to emotion? I know. No numbers <laughs> to no emotions, numbers. but we do need to break that fear of emotions. Every time that a woman yeah. goes, I feel the man immediately goes like, oh my gosh, I did I something wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, that is true. There's Where time. is my guiltiness? You know, yeah. I did something wrong because she's feeling. Because that's the reflection that they have about themselves. If I feel something is wrong with me, <laughs> or how to fix it quickly. So and if they she want to feels it, yeah. something is wrong, something <laughs> is wrong in this picture, and I don't know how to handle it. Yeah, and as a man, if or it's something that it. you can't throw money at, if it's not something, oh, I can financially fix this, then most men are lost. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I've seen this through many times. Yeah. You know, if I can't throw money at it, then I don't know what to do. You know, there is this yeah. very ancient <laughs> that, that it talks about that divine feminine that it says, don't present yourself as a boy. I want the men. Mm -hmm. So what is the difference? You see, the men only learn how to respect the mother, not the woman. No, so he thinks that being with a woman is being with the mother. And she's not your mother, she's your wife. It's a very, very different way to understand what happening is. And we do need to see that this is just the programming that it has been installed for the women too, and the men too. So the ancient writings is talking about you present to me as men, not guilt, not needy. I'm not here to nurture you. I'm here to enlighten you. I'm not afraid of sex. I'm not afraid of my own power as a feminine. And you shouldn't be afraid either. That's the difference between the boy and the man. What do you guys think about that? Well, I think that gets back to sort of what does... What, what, I was hearing what a man, how do men see women, mm -hmm. and uh, can you, how do you uh, react to a strong, powerful woman and a sacred woman, and can you see that part, or are you scared of that part? Well, a dominant woman is something not even to the benefit of them. It's because most of their moms are not. Most of their moms are indoctrinated to the system. Married, the husband does everything, and she stays at home and cares for the child. But, but there are women who aren't, and you don't, if it's going back to the, the sacred woman who knows herself, who knows her own power, 
who wants a man, um, and can a man recognize that woman? And uh, you know what? And can a woman accept a true man? It's not dominant. No, not dominant. You know, men feel it dominant because he's referring to the mother, and the mother is the boss. Ah, uh, see. You see, it's the power that she has, and she has it as a woman because she's not your mother. She feels it dominant. Can you see the difference? Uh, that's so different. We're not talking about overpowering anybody. You want the men to be presented in a good way as a man. So I think, you know, that's that's a great one that he's brought out, you know, because um, you're always thinking, why, why can't they see this part of me instead of feeling it dominant or aggressive, aggressive. or a bitch? Or yes, for saying the truth. And we as men do not like feminine. to be called out. That's just that's part of our ego. It's part of our indoctrination. I mean, it's part of our education with that, you know. And we we as men need to break that. We need to accept that as men, we can only reach a plateau. And once we plateau, we're there. Unless it, it takes a true wound to get you to resonate, to get to the next level. We're, we're beings of a half to make a whole. We're somehow losing that in this culture. If we understand that complete being that we are, because we're both, we understand that it is that divine feminine guiding the way because she is the one that it is enlightened, but it is also inside of the masculine. You know, that being afraid of emotions, it turned you into a man. Not being afraid of respecting a woman as a woman, it makes you a man not the boy. The boy needs to grow up. It is not like somebody's going to complete you, but it is you the one that understands a better way to relate and not feel intimidated by a powerful woman that she's going to hold her ground. Just like the eagle. I love the story of the eagle. You know, the female eagle take a branch and goes all the way to the top. And that's how they choose their mate. Here comes the male eagle and catch it when she drops that little branch about it. Then she goes, okay, let's get another one, bigger and stronger. And the game is there. She's going to use the highest and the strongest wood that she can find and take it as high as possible and then drop it and see if he can catch it. If she can see that this, this male eagle can catch them all, they make for life. And if he doesn't, she flies away. It's a pregnancy rage. You know, you have the gauntlet that it is not known in the system. And that is precisely the same teaching. You know, we, we can talk about this because it's very, very important to me. So, how do this work about that energy rage? You know, does um, the men, it is now 
in this new awakening of that divine feminine and divine masculine within himself. It is able and it is up to that challenge, just like it is for the eagles, because the women, you don't need to lower the vibration to match. You want to stay in your original vibration. And the gauntlet, which is an energy during the courting time, that is going to come out. And it is a test that the spirit is saying, you love this woman? What you're going to do about it? And the test usually goes for the masculine. And it's the masculine, the one that he needs to rearrange himself. Usually, you know, that energy about the testing of the men, the gauntlet, the woman feels, oh, I need to protect him. I need to take care of him. That's the mother, not the woman. So I'm going to remove the gauntlet for him and resolve it. Wrong idea. <laughs> Let him do his work as a man. See that frequency range. What do you guys think about that? Well, I just, you know, working in the ways of the feminine and learning, and especially, you know, being in the ceremony, I've been learning how it is the same for my masculine side too. Like, you know, going and really asking for that light and searching for that in enlightenment. You know, you need to break, and then there's struggles. And you need to face Your yourself. Personality. Yeah. You break yourself, literally, only to make yourself again. And, and that's something you go through, and it's okay. It teaches you, and I think in some way that's the reflection in the outside, too, that naturally happens. But, you know, because of the programming, as women, we don't let it happen. And that's a big mistake because, you know, you... you Take care of a man once, and boy, you're in the wrong position for the rest of that relationship. <laughs> yeah, the abuelas in Mexico, they used to say, if your man needs to be taken care of, oh, mijita, go the other way. Pony it's Mantel. not a man, it's a boy. Remember that one? How do you say Pony Mantel? Well, I don't know. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm saying, though, right? That we have. You know, and the abuelas will say, if a man wants to go, oh, mijita, open the door wider. Yes. You know, they will say that. You don't take care of a man because you need to be taking care of your own self and usually your own children, you know. It is not about taking care of, you know. It is a dance together in this. So the abuelas in Mexico, they were wise in all the situations about. I think, you know, that is the big training for women uh, that, you know, the bad training that you get is go ahead and just adjust yourself, you know, lower your vibration and take care of these guys. And then the guys are, you know, um, they're like still thinking like a boy. And so then there you go. Instead of what you're saying, which is, Stay there, and then you know. Stay high. Stay high, and then as the men begin to see, how do I relate to a sacred woman without manipulation, mm -hmm. without 
You, you know, don't need to manipulate you, men. You, you need to have that respect. And that the women have respect, and maybe that will will change how how it works. You know, now that I'm talking about my abuelas, this is very beautiful too. The abuelas used to say about this too. You know, mijita, it is the woman who makes the men. And you do need to see this. It's not that you're going to change men. But for the masculine, the first training about the feminine was with their mother. And, well, we know exactly what happened and why they got stopped from being nurtured by their mothers. But the second training, it's about love and it comes from the woman. If a woman is not manipulating, the woman is strong. The woman holds her ground, stay high. It is the masculine, the one who reach her. And that is way too important to see the difference between that men and the woman. Maybe that's where that the trust... That goes back to me saying men reach a plateau. And it takes the other half of the female, not the mother, the female, to resonate with you, to make a hope, to make you a grown man, to make you part of that divine feminine. It... it it can't be, you know, a single man. I can cook, I can clean, I can do my own laundry, all of that. At the end of the day, it doesn't make me any happy. You know, we still seek companionship. We still seek being able to have comfort. We still even able to have a communication. All of that is part of being. And until we accept that and move to a new paradigm, then we'll be stuck selling sex for the rest of our lives. Well, that is not how it's going to happen. You know, because this comes the new era and then there is this new teachings and we do need to see this thing that we want to change. It is emotional. Mm -hmm. And it is so. very emotional for the men especially too. For the men. And especially it's a realm that they have never yeah, been we, into. It. Not something simple. It's not, it's not something it's easy that we would like to accept. And yet, that's the path. And um, if we think about this, you know, how do we can make that union of polarities within our own selves? It's just way too important. One of the things, too, talking about what you were saying, Michael, you see, it's about love. And the ancestors were talking for the women, it's our children. At the moment that we have our children, it is this unconditional love that awakes in a very deep man. Yet for the masculine, it is the woman. That woman that you love passionately, that you want to really move the mountains and defeat all the dragons, you know what I mean? That emotional part, this incredible love of the woman, the part that we receive that enlightenment. And with this thought, I hope this word do you want to say something else? I'll just say, you know, I guess that's why it's so important for women to, you know, find that if we're if we're kind of, you know, we're leading the way in a lot of ways, find the woman and then go from there. 
that's the part that's very hard for women to heal. Yes. And yet, it is happening. And it's happening. You have been working in the ways of the feminine for a long time. And you too, through the schools and ceremonies. And how it has been for you, the changes? Very enlightening. Um, and lots more to do. But I think, you know, one thing I do want to add, you know, as we're just closing up here, is it's way too important, emotions. You know, the tendency to run from them, to shut down how we're feeling, I think is present in both men and women, and it comes as, you know, courtesy of the programming and all that nonsense. And it's how we are, that abstract world that Mai is talking about, the feminine, it's all through that feeling. You block that, you block your eyes, you can't see no more, you know? And it's something that's very new in this time space, maybe, for now. You know, learning to dance with that world, learning to, you know, have new eyes to see, comprehend it better. But I hope, you know, as we go forward, that that will change. You know, Mijita, it has been quite a journey for me, and I love it. Because that's how, that's my purpose in life, and I... Remember who I am since I was one year and a half and working with women and with different stories, different countries, different languages, different situations and different programming. It has been very amazing, beautiful, because I can see even in my tradition where my tradition is pointing as mine. So I am not here to teach the people my tradition, but where is pointing. And where is pointing, it is also related with the one single knowledge everywhere in the world, like India, where you come from. I needed to translate it in some way, this knowledge for you, that you can relate through your tradition or from her culture in a white culture or in any part of the situation. Now the mother is talking about bring the men and connect them to their hearts so the sacred masculine can come forward, the new creation and the new manifestation. It is a very beautiful journey. So we are beginning to make all kinds of good things in the school as well as ceremonies to be able to bring this one possible because it is the woman one, that divine feminine, the one that it is leading the way. Now it is the time for that masculine to listen to their hearts and understand this new way. And I'm happy that we're having this discussion in here. And thank you for bringing it forward. Thank you for ancient wisdom of the feminine. By the way, we need donations to have our Radio talk. Yes, you know, this has been going for two years and we want to make it grow and expand in in the world as well. Maybe actually be able to have physical events too, but we want your help. We love hearing from you. You know, send us letters, email us at ancient wisdom of the feminine at gmail 
www.thepeopleshow.com and we need donations. We need donations to keep the website going, to bring forward new episodes and new creations as well and more guests even. So please donate. To donate, go to www.magdalas.com to or you can go to sacredwoman.org that's the organization that's been actually funding us for all this time so that's actually a better place to go for you and it is tax exempt yes and it's a tax exempt so actually that's where you should go www.sacredwoman.org please go to that website to make donations to help our radio grow thank you Mijita. Thank you everyone for being here and we will see you next week.